welcome to the podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta, where we are committed to changing lives with faith, hope, and love. We're so glad you are here. A second scripture lesson from the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 14. Again, I invite you to listen for the word of the Lord. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth and Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place in the guest room. Now in that same region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace among those whom he favors. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Christmas is canceled in Bethlehem. That's my sermon title for this evening. It's not something that I thought up to grab your attention. It's an actual headline for being reported right now as the war rages in Gaza. Christmas is canceled in Bethlehem. In the city synonymous with the birth of Jesus, there will be no Christmas Eve services. Tomorrow morning in the city of David, there will be no choirs singing carols. Those Palestinian Christians who have been celebrating the Savior's birth for more than 2,000 years will not be gathering for worship tonight nor tomorrow as the city's priests have canceled public worship services in their churches because it's not safe to go out with war raging in the streets. Christmas is canceled in Bethlehem. Of course, this isn't the first time someone or something tried to cancel Christmas. According to our history, in December of 1864, there was no Christmas Eve service here at First Presbyterian Church. On this night, so many years ago, wounded soldiers were recuperating in our sanctuary, chopping up the pews into kindling to have campfires to stay warm. Yet I can imagine that on that dark night, one lifted his voice to say to another, 
Merry Christmas. Perhaps someone dared to sing a carol by the light of those campfires. Maybe one raised a bottle and passed it around to celebrate the birth of the Prince of Peace because you can't really cancel Christmas. Not when Christmas is hope. Not when Christmas is love. Not when Christmas is joy and light and laughter. For no matter how much work we put into it, Christmas is not the trees that we decorate, nor is it the presents that we give. While all of us may turn our celebration of Christmas into something that requires hours in the kitchen and lights out in the yard, truly what Christmas is now is what it has always been. The great celebration which defies all challenge. The great rejoicing, even in the face of despair. Remember that with me, Charlie Brown. In the Charlie Brown Christmas special, Charlie has been chosen as the director of the Christmas pageant. Yet he picks out the puniest tree and his cast refuses to follow his direction as he throws up his arms asking the question, isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? His friend Linus drops his blanket for just a moment to recite from memory the passage from Luke's gospel which we just read. The pageant was falling apart, yet Christmas can't be canceled. Even if the cast revolts, Christmas can't be canceled. Even if our homeland is plunged into war and chaos, Christmas cannot be canceled because Christmas is the light that shines in the darkness. Christmas is the promise of God that comes in the form of a child born to a father and mother who barely have a roof over their heads. That first Christmas almost didn't happen, and yet it did. For no matter how bleak the circumstance, no matter how dark the night, no matter how desperate the situation, unto us a child is born. Our God is coming to bring good news. Christ comes to us, is born unto us, even if he must be born in a manger or a battlefield. There is no canceling Christmas because Christmas doesn't come once all is merry and bright. Christmas comes because despite all the darkness, there is light. Despite all the warfare comes the dawn of peace. Despite all the hopelessness and the strife. Despite all the conflict and despair. Despite all the dysfunction and the family drama, Christ is born. He is born to a broken people to bring healing. He is born in imperfect circumstance to bring salvation. We forget that. We forget what Christmas means. Because we don't have to pretend that everything is perfect. That's not what Christmas is about. It rained on our live nativity and we had to cancel it week before last. I was so disappointed. 
It's not Christmas without a family picture in front of a, a couple of donkeys, right? <laughs> That's how we can all be. For we sometimes think that Christmas is all about getting it right. The perfect tree, the perfect dinner, the perfect present, the perfect whatever. Yet last night I had to make two trips to Home Depot because toilets stop working even at Christmas, my friends. <laughs> but that does not mean Christmas is canceled. Imperfect is what Christmas has always been. Imperfect is what Christmas will always be. Christmas is wounded soldiers singing Christmas carols. Christmas is expecting the dawn of peace even in a war zone. Christmas is gratitude in the midst of hunger and desperate need. You may know that every Tuesday cars line up in our parking lot so that members of our church can place food in their trunks and back seats, hundreds of cars. This year it's been as many as 365 families a night. Each family who comes through the line has the chance to write a prayer request on a little sheet of paper. Last Tuesday night, despite whatever hardship these people were facing, most of their prayers were prayers of thanksgiving. How can we pray for you, the card says. Just thank you, one wrote. That was her prayer, thank you. Be blessed, wrote another. May God bless you guys. Blessings to all of you. Thank you for your kindness. Thanks and God bless you. I went through the stack of prayer requests and so many of the prayers to those who, who came to us for food were prayers of gratitude. Praying for all of y'all volunteers. We appreciate you. May you receive thousands of blessings. Thank you for your help. God bless you with many blessings. I pray that God keeps all of you healthy and safe during the holiday season. Merry Christmas to all the sisters and brothers of the First Presbyterian Church. Thank you for helping us with your food bank. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. Of course, there were also requests for help. There were prayers for help. One asked that we pray for her son's salvation. Another that he receive enough money to get by. One for a mother's health, another for a job, one for a family's travels, one for a marriage, an upcoming surgery, for a son in the hospital, for wisdom, for the war in Gaza, for one's wife, for another's car, for sadness, for world peace. Another asks for prayers for she is homeless. Then one asks that we pray for his family, for his health, and for his kids. And for God's help, for my life has fallen apart. My friends, tonight we celebrate the one who is coming to put us back together. Should your world be falling apart, should your Christmas feel less than perfect, tonight is the night for you to hope. 
There is no canceling Christmas for the hope of this night. Despise all despair. Tonight of all nights, remember the one who is coming to save us. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace among those whom he favors, the angels said. Early this morning, my friend Dr. Brian Robinson, who is the dentist to many in this congregation, he sent me a poem by Madeline Lingle. He did not wait till the world was ready, till men and nations were at peace. He came when the heavens were unsteady and prisoners cried out for release. He did not wait for the perfect time. He came when the need was deep and great. He dined with sinners and all their grime turned water into wine. He did not wait till hearts were pure. In joy, he came to a tarnished world of sin and doubt. To a world like ours of anguished shame, he came and his light would not go out. He came to a world which did not mesh to heal its tangle, shield its scorn. And the mystery of the word made flesh, the maker of the stars was born. We cannot wait till the world is sane to raise our songs with joyful voice, for to share our grief, to touch our pain. He came with love. Rejoice. Rejoice. Friends, it's not like me to wait to finish my Christmas Eve sermon until a dentist sends me a poem. <laughs> but this is Christmas, my friends. This is Christmas. The perfect child coming to us and imperfect people. We are always rushing without rejoicing. We are always feeling shame even while our God brings us forgiveness and grace. He comes with love. So whatever your circumstance, whatever your mood, rejoice, rejoice, for Christmas will not be canceled, not this year, Amen. not ever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. This podcast is a ministry of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta. Come join us Sundays at 189 Church Street, Marietta, Georgia, or visit us online at fpcmarietta.org.